Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, grateful and thankful to join you this afternoon with our guest, Arthur Allen Black. Mr. Black, are you with us? Yes, Ms. Burrell. Thank you very much for this honor. I'm very, very appreciative. Absolutely, absolutely. No problem, no problem. Mr. Black is here with us. Again, he is an author. He's here with us to share with his new release, In the Spirit Intended. This is the second book that he's released, and it's a continuation of his journey and purpose in obedience to the will of God. So, um, author to author, <laughs> I certainly appreciate what you've done, Mr. Black. Um, with this being your second release, I've just posed the question on my author page um, to individuals about their why. Can you share with our listening audience a little bit about your why? What prompted you to release your journey in writing? Um, how has it served you? Uh, I know what it did for me um, in my process, but can you share a little bit with our listening audience about what writing has done for you and how this has played into you fulfilling God's will for your life? Wow, that's that's a loaded question. It's been an amazing journey that in terms of writing as a Christian author really began back in, say, 2015. That's where phase two of my writing career began. The phase one is actually more so on the music side because I started out back in way back in the 70s. We're going back to 75, so... That tells you listeners already that, yeah, I'm an old man, but I'm proud to be an old man. But going back to <laughs> 75, where I started out as a lyricist, just listening to the music of the day, because I've always had a strong interest and a passion for music. Lyrically has always been the draw for me in terms of the stories that are shared via song, regardless of what the genre of music is. So, 75 going forward is really where it all began as far as the writing component on that side. But then, Ms. Burrell, what happened in 2015, just to kind of give everybody a little background history, I had retired from my job at our local university late 2011. So I didn't really want to retire and just do nothing. So from Beginning of 2012 up through 2015, I just kind of took a part-time job just to kind of stay busy. And I've always been active within my church and within my denomination, United Methodist denomination. But what began to happen in 2015 was the job that I have, which is part-time working for a hotel chain, I'm just doing reservations in the morning. And basically from about 6 until about 8 each morning, it's really very slow, so I just found myself with a lot of free time, and the Lord just really began to prompt me to just kind of write and just kind of share my thoughts and visions and different ways I look at things on paper. And I kind of started doing that just really just to kill time in, in 2015. And what grew out of that was just the desire to continue to write and I got to the point where at the end of 2015, 
I had decided, well, maybe I need to do something with this. I can say without hesitation that it was strictly the Lord's prompting and moving on my heart to do so because I never really had any desire to be a Christian author. That was never in my plan. But it just goes to show that whatever plan that we have has nothing to do with what God has in store for you. He has a different plan. He has a different purpose. And so when he's ready to move into that season, he's going to do so. So as I began to move into this new season during 2015 into 2016, I got to the point where I had kind of written several different inspirational essays, I guess you would call them. And so one of my former students, I let her read it, and she said, well, why don't you write for like a Christian blog? And I kind of looked at it and I thought, well, I'm not really a writer as such, so I don't know why. I should even be entertaining that idea. And Ms. Burrell, I'll never forget what she told me. She said, well, now when I was in undergrad school, you taught me how to always pursue your dream and your passion and, and do what you're called to do. So she said, why can't you do the same now for yourself and the Lord? I kind of looked at her, and I really didn't have an answer at that point in my life. I said, you know, she's right. I don't really have any kind of response to say why I shouldn't. So I said, well, let's just see what happens. So toward the end of November 2015, I actually sent out a couple of my essays that were part of my first book later in 2017. I sent them to some different Christian blogs throughout the world, and I would say all of them said no, which they did. And then one editor who is in Singapore, she has a blog called Christian Blessings, I sent her one of my essays, and she said she liked it, and she wanted me to write for them. And I said, well, okay, and I explained to her via email, of course, that this was something totally brand new. I had no concept of what I was doing, but I was just trying to to try to be obedient to what God was calling me to do. So I actually started there, I guess, in a professional aspect, writing for Christian Blessings starting in January 2016, and I'll never forget, she gave me an assignment for January 2016, and she said that she wanted to be something in the vein of kicking off the new year. What do people do, and how should they approach the beginning of a new year? And she needed it to be at least 300 words. Now, when she said 300 words, I'm going to be honest with everybody, I just about passed out, because I thought, there's no way in the world I can do 300 words and make it coherent and make it appealing because I just didn't see myself in that vein. So I spent probably December 2015 for about two weeks trying to rack my brain to come up with an idea. And actually one day toward Christmas season, I heard on the radio that old song, Old Lang Syne. And a part of that song lyrically talks about old acquaintances. And it just stuck with me, and probably the last couple days of 2015, uh, the Lord just gave me some ideas and some concepts for old acquaintances, which is a part of my first book. That particular essay focuses on the fact that as we go into a new year, what are some of the old acquaintances that we say we really want to get rid of and that we're going to make a concerted effort to do so? Is it, say, procrastination? Is it a lack of, say, faith in terms of answering a call, which was my situation? 
is it something like, say, giving up, say, bad grudges that you have or something like that? So those are just some ideas of what I kind of put in that first essay. And the editor in Singapore said, hey, I like it, and there I went. And so I started writing for them through 2016. I've been with them, I think it's four years now, going into 2020. But as I continued to write, the Lord just gave me different ideas and everything. And I know it really is a movement of God because I can honestly say that as I was writing, I would always have a window where I was writing between 6 and maybe 8 in the morning. And I know it was the Holy Spirit leading and guiding me in terms of writing because I would write an essay. I would finish it within about an hour or so. I would come back to look at it maybe 30 minutes later, and Ms. Burrell, I could not really remember what I had written in terms of the body of that particular essay, which really did kind of scare me because I had never written in that vein before. I remember asking a friend of mine who's a pastor, I was asking him, I said, well, what is going on here? Because I've never done this before. It kind of scared me because I thought, now, am I slipping here or what's going on? I know I'm old, but... I don't think I'm that old yet where I'm just beginning to lose it. So, And you've explained to me basically what was happening is if you're willing to be obedient and open to what God's calling you to do, that he will pour into you what it is you need to do and how he wants you to express it. And all you're called to do is just to be obedient. So I just kept that. That's the key. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend and put on a front like I've always been obedient. I can honestly say, and I think I've been very transparent in my writings, that in terms of being obedient, I haven't been that person who can go to the head of the line and say, yeah, that's always been me. Now, I can go to the head of the other line and say, yeah, that's been me who's been disobedient and been stubborn and been hard-headed, or as my father used to say, got a head like a brick, because, yeah, that's been a major part of my life for a long time. But going into 2016, I just I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you're calling me to do. I don't know where this is leading. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to keep walking in faith and see where this all winds up going. So I got to the end of 2016, started going into 2017, and my same student said, well, you've written all these essays. Why don't you put them in a book? I uh-huh. just frankly, I have no idea how to write a book. I don't know what is involved. So I wound up reaching out to someone at my job who had a friend who had written a book. And it's just amazing how when you begin to step out and you're going into a different direction, the enemy will actually try to immediately put somebody in your path to discourage you. Because the person I wound up talking to initially about an idea of writing a book he was so negative and, well, I don't think it's going to work. You're going to wind up with a garage uh-huh. full of books. And I thought, okay, and I listened to it for 20 minutes. And then I got off the phone and I said, you know, I, I don't know what his experience has been and hasn't been good. But I just kept thinking to myself, I don't just believe God brought me this far with all this to just leave me hanging. I, I just didn't believe that. Right. And so I said, well, I'm just going to throw out what he said and I'm going to just keep pressing forward. And, again, this is someone who had no idea what he was doing, no intentions of being an author. That was never my plan. So I I got to February 2017, and probably, Ms. Burrell, about a week before that, 
I had joined a website called uh, Fiverr, spelled F-I-V-E-R-R. It's a worldwide E-R. site. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went in there and, then, yeah, you're familiar with You know the vast amount of resources that you can find in there. So mm-hmm. I go into Fiverr and I said, well, let me put in a request to see if somebody is willing to maybe format my book and edit it and help me come up with an idea for, say, a book cover. And I'll never forget this. I remember it was the first Friday night in 2017 when I sent out that request. And in my mind, in my humanness, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to send out this request tonight. Maybe by the end of 2017, maybe I'll have one or two people that will respond. And then maybe in 2018, I can get the book out. And that's the human side of how I was thinking. So the next day is Saturday. I get up. I go out and do what most of us do on a Saturday, run errands and things of that nature. Get back home that afternoon. I said, I'm going to check my Fiverr account just to see if maybe, maybe one person might have responded in 12 hours. I didn't have any faith that they would. Ms. Burrell, I opened up my Fiverr. I had 35 people that responded and said they want to work with me. I believe it. <laughs> Threw me out of the water. I stepped back from my computer. I thought, oh, I said, Lord, what have you got me into? I don't know how to do this. And I said, well, I'm just going to have to keep pressing forward. And I spent about a week and a half just kind of going through each individual. And I finally was led to work with a young lady in South Africa. She... Mm-hmm took all my material, and I'm so blessed that she did because you're talking about somebody who's writing really from the heart, from the spirit, or in the spirit intended, which ironically is the mm-hmm. second title of my book. And so I cannot sit here and say that with the first or the second book, they're grammatically proper, or the periods where they should be, or commas where they should be. I, I don't know anything about that. I wasn't an English major in college. But I, I approached it from the vantage point of, you know what, I'm just going to say what thus says the Lord and just go with it because if it speaks to somebody's heart, they're going to overlook those things because they're going to know that's not what's important. So this young lady got everything together. She formatted it, got it ready to go on Amazon, which was a task within itself. And then in May of 2017, it made its debut on Amazon. And that was my first book called Here I Am, Lord, which I think is an appropriate title because throughout the journey, I just basically kept saying, okay, here I am, Lord. What is it that you want me to do? Where do we go next? I'm, I, essentially, you have on like a blindfold where you're just trusting in him to kind of lead you by the hand and take you where you need to go. And I remember when I saw it on Amazon for the first time, I actually just sat in front of my desktop, and I just kind of stared at the book from a sense of just total amazement and disbelief and a large a large amount of awe and appreciation just where God had led me to come in really two years. I mean, we're talking about somebody coming from a, background of no writing, no experience, to two years later to having a book out on Amazon. 
it, it still uh-huh. blows my mind when I look at both books on Amazon because I'm thinking, man, how did this happen? It's like I still can't believe it. And I, the summer of 2017, this is how naive I was. We're talking about somebody who's a dinosaur here, if you're telling you the truth. So the book comes out, and my friends are calling, and they say, man, I want to get your book, and congratulations, and I'm going to come by your book sign and get the book signed and everything and get a picture. And they're telling me this, and Ms. Burrell, I'm thinking to myself, why do they want me to sign the book? I don't understand that. Why do they want my picture? So I told my sister I wasn't going to do a book sign, which was a bad mistake. That was a bad mistake because, man, I got ripped the trash. They were like, you have to do a book sign because you're a professional author. I'm like, well, other people are authors. I mean, I know these people. They know me from my days growing up as a kid. But went on, I did my first book sign, and I it was very successful. And success to me is always going to be an individual definition as you're being Absolutely. led by the Spirit. So for me, Absolutely. the success is just the fact that I was obedient and I did what the Lord called me to do. And if by chance the first book was a blessing or is a blessing to others, then that's where the success really is. Mm-hmm. Because I've done something that shows as an example what will happen if you're obedient and you just do what, what God's calling you to do. Now, yes, all of us as authors would like to say, yeah, we're on the New York Times bestseller list with 10.5 million copies. So we all want that. But if that never happens, which it probably never will, it is successful because I've actually had people say they've taken my first book, they're using it in their church to teach from and just kind of use it as a piece of conversation. And I always tell people when, when they do that, don't give me the credit because all of this is from the Lord. I'm not that deep. Uh-huh. I'm just being honest with you. I'm about as deep as a tablespoon of water. Everything that I've written in both <laughs> books is directly from the Holy Spirit. I can say that Amen. without question. And then 2017 ends, and I'm like, okay, now, God, I'm, I think I'm through with this writing thing you called me to do because now I really want to transition back to my music. And, again, this is me projecting on God what it is that we need to do, like he's going to listen anyway. But, again, I had that delusion that he's going to listen to what I was saying. And so the Lord just basically heard me out, and he just put it in my spirit. No, we're not done yet. We've got another book to do, so let's get busy and start doing it. And I kind of resisted for a few days, and then finally I got to say, you know, why am I doing this? If this is what you're calling me to do, God, again, I'm just going to be obedient. I don't know where a second book is going to go. But we're going to do it, and so I spent 2018 writing the second book and released that in the summer of 2019. Again, I had another book signing, and actually the second book, In the Spirit Intended, in July, I made the bestseller list on Amazon for Christian Inspiration, which is just, I still shake my head in amazement. I thank God for that honor because I'm just still, still in a state of disbelief that this is happening and again, it's happening in the capacity, Ms. Burrell, that this was nothing I had planned. There was never any mm-hmm. intention on my part to do this. And that just goes to show that, again, whatever plans we have, they don't have a thing to do with what the Lord has in store for us. Nothing. Nothing. 
Amen. Just be obedient, and Amen. I try to do that in both books. So I know that was long-winded, but it, it's a story that's winding for me. It's a story that a lot of times is almost confusing, if that makes sense to your to mm-hmm. your listeners. Mm-hmm. But I'm a firm believer that sometimes the things that God has you to do, you can't necessarily articulate because you don't really know how to because he's just moved you in a way and in a direction that sometimes you just really cannot get other people to understand. You just share what you can. If they understand it, that's great. But if they don't, you say, hey, I'm just telling you what thus said the Lord in terms of what I needed to do. And that's that's how it is. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, I think the one key word, you said the he describes his relationship with the Lord as in one word transformation. And even as you were sharing, um, your journey, even as a writer, was transformational because you went from being um, who you are as Alan Black to becoming the vessel used by God. So he had to transform you by the renewing of your mind so that you were able to accept what it is he wanted to release through you. Exactly. I agree 100%. And that's yeah. been part of the biggest change in terms of this transformation. And I'm a person who believes that all of us are being transformed and we're being and we're evolving on a daily basis. We can do it at a human level, but if God is who we are following, then that transformation takes you into a whole new direction because he's redeveloping your mind your spirit, your attitude, and everything, and you become a better person, you become a new person, where those things that perhaps that had an appeal to you in the past, you just look at me and just say, well, that doesn't really do it for you anymore because you aspire for something different or your hunger as such is for something of more substance, something that's more soul-filling, if I can say it that way. The word says, old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. and, and even to yeah. the extent, I finally just gave in. I said, okay, God, so I've written two books. And then he said, well, you've got a third book you need to start working on now. So I've been working on my third book throughout 2019, and I'm thinking that should be ready to be released probably sometime summer 2021 uh, looks like I'm doing one every other year probably about 90% done with the content for the third book and you know the other thing I was kind of surprised by Miss Burrell and I'm sure you've experienced it too as an author when you write one book and people like it then the next thing they're going to say to you is man that was a nice book I really enjoyed that so when's the second book coming out and uh-huh. I remember when uh-huh. they were asking me one of my childhood friends said she read the first book, she liked it, and then she said, well, you're not going to stop there because I'm waiting on the second book. And I looked at it, and I'm like, do you have any idea what it means to do two books, let alone one? <laughs> and she was right. like, I don't care about that. I just want a second book. I said, okay. And then two weeks ago at my part-time job, one of my coworkers who has purchased both books, she said, they both have been good. I really enjoy them. She said, so. When do I get my third book? Because I want that as well. And I'm looking at I'm just like, you know, that's a part of this journey that I did not expect where if you do one, then people are saying worse two or worse three. And I'm thinking, 
wait a minute now, right. this, this is a little deep, way deeper than what I anticipated. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm, I've, I've done six books, a workbook, and working on seven and eight right now. So I understand. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I understand. I completely understand that. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, in, in what you're sharing, um, for our listening audience that are those who may aspire to utilize the gifting that God has given you through writing, um, I've, I've shared with people and, and continue that your story, the way that you release your story, don't try to mimic what you see in other people's writing because no. that sometimes will cause you to back up. Um, don't think, you know, don't even look at genre. If it's, if it's what's given to you by the Holy Spirit, then allow that to flow because your story is your story. And I think I shared with some people last week, there, there may be one or two people, one or 200, one or 2,000 that have experienced something that you've experienced in your life and they're not bold enough to be transparent to share. And if you are that individual that God uses, to bring resolve in someone else's life, then release it that way. And, and I think that's important for all of us, as you stated, that when we tap into understanding what God has purposed for us to do, that we just be obedient to what he says and, and go with it. And, and I agree 100% because, again, what it is he's calling you to do is greater than just you as that individual. There's a broader purpose for it because he's pouring into you something that will, we can be assured of this, is going to be a blessing. It's going to impact somebody else's life at the point where they really needed it. And that's the greater purpose in terms of what a ministry is all about. So I've encouraged some people here locally. I've had friends that say, well, I don't know what to write and how should I do this and how should I do that? And this is regardless of the genre. I just, I've told the same people the same thing you've told, Ms. Burrow. I said, listen, first uh-huh. of all, it might sound corny. It's going to sound corny because I'm a corny old man, but that's just the way it is. I say, be true to yourself. Uh-huh. Do what yeah. you're called to do. Yeah. You don't have to put on airs and try to fit in. It's not about you fitting in. It's about you standing right. out and doing what you're called to do. That's really what it's about. Amen. 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 Well, we've got a few minutes left, Mr. Black. Would you share contact information? Of course, you've shared that your books are on Amazon, but if you have website information or other information you could share with our listeners? Yes. uh, The best place to get information about me as an author is my website, uh, alantblack.com. That's A-L-A-N-T. B-L-A-C-K dot com. You get information, see pictures and everything of what I've been blessed to do over this uh, two-year, three-year period. Both books are on Amazon, Here I Am, Lord, as well as the second book, In the Spirit Intended. Uh, I am a dinosaur in the respect that social media is something that is really new to me. Still working on getting my Facebook stuff together. I have an advisor who's trying to walk me through the process of Instagram, and I, I pray for her because when she deals with me, I get this blank look on my face like, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I come from the Stone Ages where 
we thought we were big time if we rode around in our cars with eight track tapes. And she just laughs because she can't yes, identify with it. <laughs> but anyway, but you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So when she's talking about Instagram and the Snapchat and the Twitter, and I'm like, and she sees in my eye, I'm starting to glaze over. I'm like, splash the water on my face because I have no idea what you're talking about. But but I, I understand that this is the this is the era that we're in. I'm trying to learn it. I'll tell you, listeners, that they gotta be patient. They just go to those two sites. That's it. But this Instagram stuff and this Twitter, that's gonna take a minute because it's kind of like what in the world is going on? Because I keep flashing back to those eight track tapes and those forty fives I bought at the drugstore, and I'm like, here I am now in a new era where. <laughs> It's scary. It really is scary to see how things have changed. But the great thing about this is the fact that via this technology that I have a fear of, that's how I got started going through fiber. I'm still amazed at the fact that here I am starting this process with somebody in South Africa. I never, I would never meet probably, but that was the launching point for the first as well as the second. It's just amazing. Amen. Well, we thank you so much for being with us today, listeners. I hope that you were able to get the heart of author Alan Black. Please go to Amazon.com, get his book, check out his website at com. And we invite you to join us again on Sunday at 8 p.m. as we will have with us Pastor D and Prophet Kendall with another relevant kingdom word. As always, at the Empowerment Place, we encourage you every day, do something to empower yourself. But once you've been empowered, please take the responsibility to empower someone else. Mr. Black, thank you so much for your time. God bless you and much success. Thank you very much for the honor. You guys be blessed and take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.